Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 86 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about equipping and inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. On this episode, Brandon and I are going to be talking about your own mindset that's needed to get out of the rut. And it's going to be based on some experiences our own sons have gone through with athletics. So uh, we're going to talk about the importance of personal drive coming from within you. So if you want to achieve your goals, it's got to come from within you. We're going to talk about the importance of when to listen to somebody from the outside and when not to and a whole bunch of other stuff. So check out this episode. I think it'll very much encourage you and you'll definitely enjoy it. Here we go. Hey, Brandon, how are you doing today? I am super awesome. Super. (laughs) So we were just chatting before we hit the record button uh, because I was sharing some news with you that, uh, you know, it's the end of the school year, the end of the baseball season for my son, and he had to sit down and talk with his coach. And the coach basically said, you know, you're probably going to get cut next year. So I'm just telling you where you are. Uh, Your talent's kind of capped out. And, you know, that's probably where we stand as of right now. So you're listening to this thinking, what's this got to do with me? Why am I tuning into this podcast (laughs) to hear about this? It's about you. Yeah. We're talking self-discipline. Yes, and, and just that internal drive. And that was the thing, uh, you know, when my son shared that with me, uh, my wife and I had two completely different reactions. So my wife's like, what kind of coach is this? He's supposed to be motivating <laughs> people and encouraging people to do well. And I said, no, this is high school baseball. The coach's job is to create a system that generates a very winning varsity baseball team. Yeah, his job's on the line. Yeah, (laughs) and so that coach said exactly what needed to be said to our son, and it's going to have one of two outcomes. Either A, our son just folds and says, all right, I quit, give up, and I'm going to do something else. Well, that's a cut that coach doesn't have to make. Absolutely. And and the other thing is maybe my son says, you know what, forget you, coach. I'm going to prove you wrong because I really want to be on the team. And then he works his butt off during the summer, during the fall, makes a team. Now the coach has this catcher who's awesome because he busted his rear end to do it. So it's so, a win-win for the coach. For the coach, yeah. And, you know, this is Texas. You Every coach in Texas knows you either win or you go home. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And so from a leadership perspective, from a coaching perspective, I mean, it's spot on. The coach said something that's going to have one of two results. Both of them are a win for the coach. Either I Absolutely. get rid of a player I'm going to have to cut anyway, or I motivated somebody to bust his butt and become this great player that I really need him to be. Either way. I said what I had to say. So I guess the focus we were having, though, was more of my son's reaction and how it relates to the rut. And that's uh, my son accepted what the coach had said. And now he's considering, do I want to come back and give it another shot or do I want to try something else? And that's that's the part I can't force him to go one way or the other. Uh, I know how I would have responded. And you know know, what you want to say. (laughs) Yes. And at the same time, it's, you know, it's his life. It's his growing experience. And uh, so I've all I've been able to tell him is choose what you're going to enjoy doing for one. And the other thing, uh, choose 
what you're going to be able to put it all out there on and have no regrets. Exactly. So don't hold back. And that's, that's kind of his thing is he holds back. And, and that's really what the rut's all about. Are you going to let somebody else, we all are going to have that person. You can't publish a book. You can't make a movie. You can't go to med school. You can't open a business, whatever it is. Are you going to use that as the motivation or are you going to use that as the reason you just get back down into the rut and go, okay, I'll just stay in the rut because that's where my dad was or his dad was or that's just a family thing or people from this town have to stay in the rut or you're going to say no wait i'm going to be the best whatever it is and and you and i were talking about the the difference is at that level you either you want to do it yeah bad enough or it's not going to happen because you could hire a personal trainer and you could every morning wake up with a bullhorn but unless he wants to it's never going to happen exactly yeah. Which is really vital to starting a business or a different career or writing a book because the chances of somebody telling you no or you're going to fail are a hundred percent. You know, oh, a, yeah. a banker's gonna not loan you the money or you know, maybe your mom tells you you can't write a book or your brother or your your neighbor, are you going to push past that or are you just gonna get back into that rut? Exactly. And for something to really stick for us, it's got to come from within ourselves. Absolutely. I can't remember who exactly did the studies on that and, or, and said it or proved it. Uh, but the reality is that if it doesn't come from within me, I'm not going to stick to it. And it's kind of the right. same thing for my son. If he himself doesn't want to put in the hour or two extra per day from now till next year's tryouts, yep. hitting, fielding, you know, begging for lessons, begging to play, you yep. know, begging, play, you know, teammates to come together and form a mm-hmm. team because he's at that age where we don't have a little league for him. He's going right. to be 16. So if he's going to play on a team, we got to kind of form the team ourselves. Exactly. So I always ask him, hey, do you have nine to ten other players who are friends who you'd want to play with over the summer? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, then there's a problem because it uh, has to be that internal flame. You yeah. Know? If, if it's not in you to go stand out in the backyard and throw the ball yourself or to hit the ball into a net yourself when nobody's looking and nobody else is doing it and it's boring. I, as we were talking about, you know, I run in the mornings and and I got up this morning and I thought, I don't really want to run. I'm not motivated. It, mm-hmm. It's not something I want to do, but I had to keep walking. I, I, I keep my clothes right next to the bed, so I, I have no excuse to just put them on. I start walking out the door and I might be a block away before I ever actually want to start running. But you've got to have that internal drive because if I did not run this morning, nobody would have known it. Yeah. And it wouldn't have mattered to anybody else. It yeah. only matters to me. You'd only be cheating yourself. And I was just thinking, you know, with with my son, I'm willing to pour money into lessons. I'm willing to, you know, hunt down a team and put time in to be a coach if that's what it takes for him to get playing time during the off season. Yet I don't see that drive in him that says I want to do this. Yeah, let's go. Right. Uh, I'm not saying my son has no drive. I'm just saying for this particular thing, the sport of baseball, I don't think he has the drive, the love of the game, the the passion for it so much that he's willing to invest in it. And because of that, because I don't see that passion, I'm not willing to invest in his passion. And I was thinking about, you know, you listening that you, if you're in the situation where you want things to be better, you want somebody to give you a chance, you want somebody to invest in you, then you've got to show some passion there. Because if we see no passion in you, why should I invest in you? Yeah, right. 
I want to see that train moving before I want to get on board. Yeah. A train just sitting there is not appealing to anybody. They want to see some movement. That's why whenever, you know, we both heard this before, it's like, well, I want to start a business, but I need like $100,000. It's like, well, you don't really need $100,000. You need $100. Do something, you know, nail two boards together and set up shop. Let's go. And, and if, you know, I love the show Shark Tank. I love to watch that mm-hmm. because they all say the same thing. You know, show me what you've done. What sales do you have? Well, we oh, haven't yeah. started yet. Well, then you're not a business. You know, you can call yourself a business all day, but if you don't have sales, you're not a business. Go out there and do something. And, and that's what I love about, you know, sports at that level. You have to be self-driven, self-motivated. You know, we were talking about my oldest son when he went to college here in uh, Texas. He went to a really good uh, Division two school that they compete for the national championship every year. And he's he was huge in high school, big six six three hundred and some odd pounds and he goes to the school well it was everybody else there was six six three hundred pounds you know the kicker was huge everybody was just these monsters and you realize everybody's playing at a different level oh yeah but not everybody is driven the same way so you're not willing to get up at five o'clock in the morning and be out there on the field by 5 30 and be out there at 7 38 30 at night you're never going to make it and that's why he stopped playing because he realized it wasn't inside of him yeah and when you see somebody like uh, tony romo just recently retired and uh he took up basketball right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> playing for the mavericks now uh one game only he uh He'd said, you know, I don't have that motivation, that drive to go to uh, camp anymore and work that hard. You know, J.J. Watson plays for Houston, another great example. He works out during the winter alone Mm -hmm. in like Wisconsin or something like that. He has a cabin up there or something. And uh, he says the same thing. When this is no longer fun for me, then I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And put my thoughts together here. Those are all sports things. Yes. But if you start a business, you got to remember you're probably going to show up before everybody else at, you know, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. You got to unlock the door. You got to, <laughs> you know, clean off the shelves, take the trash out. You're probably the president and the chief, you know, cook and bottle washer. You got to do all that stuff yourself. And if you're not motivated to do that, you're not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. So you can't look at the billionaires and say, I want to be like them. You got to look at the people that did the work in the beginning. You know, you got to go to work and produce before anybody's, like you said, going to get behind you. Yeah, you got to get to that that level, that, at least a par first. Right. And so then that's that's what got you there or got you here, I guess you could say. So what got you here isn't what's going to take you there, whatever the next level is. And so what Brandon and I are saying is maybe because you've been on a in a rut, you, you may not realize it, but you're probably performing, whether it's at work or in a relationship, it, just below the standard or below the minimum, yeah. or maybe you're just barely eking out the minimum. Just enough. And the thing is, to get to where you need to be, to be here at this level, you got to bring your A game for this current level so that it's easy. It looks easy. Right. It's second nature for you. And then while you're doing that, start working on the things that'll get you to the next level. Start doing the things that are going to stretch you beyond your comfort zone. And then people are going to notice that you're going to be, you're going to be prepared for the next level. And that's what gets you pulled up to the next level. That's what gets you from freshman to JV to varsity right. in high school. It's what gets you know Nick from high school football to college football. Uh, and, and the thing there that was when he got to the college level, 
everybody was the cream of the crop. Right, yeah. exactly. So you've, you've eliminated all the guys like us that just wanted to be on yeah, the team. <laughs> the guys who joined football just because there was a cheerleader who was really cute. I'm not yeah. saying that was me, but, but that was me. Uh, and here's the funny thing. I never actually asked the girl out because I chickened out of that. And <laughs> I it, dated a cheerleader. Yeah. They're overrated. I'm just kidding. You might have been one. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that got awkward. Uh, so moving on. <laughs> but you're right about, you know, you've got to, to make yourself better because I think sometimes when we're in that rut, we think, well, you know, my boss isn't any good. He never comes by and tells me what I can do to get to the next level. Yeah. And I was just talking to my team the other day. And I said, you know, I'm going to map out for you exactly how to do it. Now, the question is, are you going to do it or not? That's completely up to you. Yeah. I'm never going to come around and say, you need to take these steps to be here. I'm going to map it out for you, and then you have to decide. Yeah. And for me, that that's important because if I put you in that position, you know, if, if you went to the coach and said, I want Jacob to be starting pitcher for varsity tomorrow, and he did that, you would not only destroy the team, but you would destroy him because he's not ready. He hadn't yeah. put in the work. And, and so you don't want to promote people that aren't self-driven because they're the ones that are going to take you to the next level. Mm-hmm. I, you know, If you're in leadership, you want leaders below you that are really pushing you to do better. Yeah. So the whole organization goes up. Oh, yeah. And on top of that, uh, you'd mentioned in other episodes that if you want to expand yourself to get to that next level, make your boss's job easier. Absolutely. Make somebody else's, anybody's life easier, and that's preparing you for the next level as well. Absolutely. Every time I have to take an issue to my boss, I I, I always try to think through it first. Is this something that I could resolve without him? Yeah. Because if I can, I do. And if I can't, I have to think through how how can I slim this problem down to a point where he has to make one decision, two decisions at the most. And if I can't do that, I keep working on it. Because what you want is to not put more things on his plate. Yeah. Because that makes you more valuable. You can be trusted with more things. Now, with that comes when you mess up, you need to be the first one in the door to admit that and yeah. show it. Because a lot of what your boss is looking for is, can I trust you? You know, if I'm not here, can I trust you're running this place as good as I, I would have done it? And you care enough. And if you go into work every day and say, I don't care about this place. If this place burned down, I really wouldn't care. I'd just go get a job <laughs> someplace else. I would say you are in that rut yeah. in oh, life. Yeah. Your boss might care a lot and you might not care at all but it's affecting you more than it's affecting them Mm -hmm. because it's your life and you only have that one life so don't just spend it going i hate everything around me get out of that rut and say i'm going to do something different and that's what we were talking about at the beginning you've got to have that self-motivation because nobody's going to come along and help you out of that rut and find you know they might assist you to get out but you got to start climbing out first before anybody's going to come along and go, I see potential in you. I'll get involved with it too. Perfect. <laughs> now, I before we uh, my wrap mic's up, on a stand, so I can't drop. Yeah, it. don't drop the mic. <laughs> and uh, thank you for not playing with the mic stand. <laughs> now, you you can't see Brandon, but he's like a fidgety guy. He's got to play with something all the time. And the little side tangent here. Uh, in any case, before we started recording, he was like. Elvis Presleying, I'm making that a verb. He was doing the Elvis Presley type of thing with the mic stand. I mean, everything but the the hips going. And <laughs> so finally, before we hit record, I was like, "All right, you gotta stop playing with the mic stand." And but yeah, he's like a little kid, hands behind his back, hands in his pocket. <laughs> so anyway, uh, now as we wrap up, uh, we, we talked about 
that the drive's got to come from within you. We talked about uh, what got you here isn't what's going to get you there to the next level. So you gotta you gotta bring your A game, and then you gotta add to it. And yep. we also talked about you you start growing those skill sets by making your jobs boss easier or make anybody's life easier. Uh, is there any final word of advice you want to give folks uh, before we sign off? I'd say a really good movie to go watch is Rudy. Rudy is such a great example of somebody who's told no repeatedly. There's nothing. Excuse me. There's nothing about Rudy that should be on the Notre Dame football team or any football team, really, for that matter. Yeah. And he never took that to heart. He he knew something different about himself, and that's what matters most. Don't let other people form an opinion on you and you prove it to be right you know a pastor used to always say other people's opinion of you is none of your business and i love that line yeah because you can't internalize that stuff form your own opinion about yourself and then live it out definitely because if you're just i mean it's good to be encouraged by people it's good to have feedback from people that will help you grow accepting somebody's uh, view of your shortcomings as truth and fact and that's all you'll ever be right that's not okay and even the opposite don't believe all the good press either Mm -hmm. somebody's you know like if you ask my mom or maybe jacob's mom should say yes he should be on varsity starting tomorrow (laughs) yeah it's like the problem is she's not uh very objective in that what so you don't believe all the (laughs) hype either you know, a, a person told me that this lady, she's 88 years old, told me the other day that I did a really good job on a Good Friday sermon. And, and I said, well, thank you. you know, I've really tried and I'm, I'm trying to get better and stuff. And she said, well, don't get puffed up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm complimenting you, but don't own that compliment. Just kind of let it go. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, that was a great way to finish it off there, Brandon. All right. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Rut. You can find the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 086. And the best way you can support our show is to share us with a family member, a friend, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. I don't know how that became a thing, but that's a thing on our show. In fact, I actually remember the episode. It's when we interviewed Jared Easley, and it was just something random that came out of my mouth, made Jared laugh. And so I just kept it in there because in my mind, Jared Easley laughs every time I say that. So, Jared, that's for you. It always has been. You're our boy, man. And, and all the other folks who've been on our show. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we'd love to hear from you. So, shoot us an email. Info at beyondtherut.com. You could also call in. 361-596-3788. Again, thank you so much. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Beyond the Rut. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.